Welcome back, loyal listeners. Welcome new listeners. This is Runkle Recaps, How I Met Your Podcast, Season 4, Episode 9, Naked Man. So, and with me is Jen, who is about to make a comment on me emphasizing new listeners, as this was an argument last week. That was not settled in any way, but I'm still convinced that someone might start with this episode. Well, considering I didn't get any emails nor tweets or anything saying, like, yes, I am a new listener, and I randomly started with Season 4, Episode 8, I think my point stands. But nobody wrote us and said, I... Never mind, I don't have a count of that. But (laughs) I can envision someone saying, my favorite episode is The Naked Man, and I just found this podcast, so I'm going to go right to The Naked Man. And that might be a new listener. So... You know. Okay. So if you're a new listener joining solely to watch The Naked Man, welcome. Already, we appreciate you. I already did that. <laughs> and now I am welcoming them as well. Okay, good. I'm glad, I, I'm glad you're on board now. <laughs> since I was down on the fictional new listener. Before we start Naked Man, The Naked Man rather, let's put our disclaimer out there. You are not to do a naked man on somebody you just met or going out with or don't already have sort of some level of sexual connection with. Okay, Jen, do you want to add to that real quick before we put it behind us and just enjoy this episode? So we talked about this before we recorded of like, okay, how, how in the weeds do we want to get about like, you know, how inappropriate this really is? And we're like, you know, we'll, we'll touch on it and then we'll move on. But honestly, like... I was more offended at Marshall's slut-shaming than I was at the Naked Man. Right. And I, I think we, we'll cover that when we get to it. And that was something I just, yeah, I didn't remember all that much from this episode. So I was like, oh, you know, I'm not, I'm not liking this side of Marshall. No. It, and I don't like Robin having to defend herself. I found it interesting in a little trivia that there was an episode of Doogie Howser, which we know that NPH was the star of where, and maybe, by the way, you're looking at me. I don't think you read this as well. No, I actually didn't read trivia today. There was a sort of Naked Man-themed episode of Doogie Howser, and some have hypothesized that that is why they wrote this story. Oh, interesting. As a connection to NPH. See, the one day I don't read the trivia. I had some other really interesting trivia pieces here, but I'm going to touch on them when we get to them in the story. Okay. Actually, one other really interesting one. The other one's not that interesting, but I just want to point it out when we get there. We start off here with the question of how long does it take to recover from a breakup? And we get some opinions. Lily says half the time of the relationship. Marshall says one week per month spent together, which I guess is sort of one-fourth the time. And Robin says just 10,000 glasses of alcohol, which (laughs) doesn't make any sense. However long it's going to (laughs) take. And Barney's does a typical Barney of, you know, it, it doesn't as soon as you leave the door. The, but at any rate, what do you think? I, th- I think Lily's is probably the closest to it. That, I don't know. I feel like it's so different for every relationship. And I feel like, like not to be a super downer, but it's like, okay, say you've been married like 30 years. Are you really going to take 15 years to recover from that breakup? Like, sometimes marriages crumble slowly. Like, this is really getting into depressing (laughs) territory. Jen, that is how long it would take me to get over our breakup if we broke up after 30 years. But I guess you don't feel the same. So let's move on. 
See, and that's why I didn't even want to bring it up. <laughs> because I don't want people to like read into that. That's not what I mean. But I just feel like there are so many different dynamics that can be at play in a relationship that relationships can end before they end. Mm-hmm. No, you're right. There, there's no such thing as a, an exact calculation. It's going to be different with different people. But I do sort of feel like there's something to... When I think of think back in my long relationships, there is a little something to Lily's calculation of it. It also depends on if you were dump, the dumper or the dumpy, right. of course. I don't know. To me, a half seems really long. But yeah, I guess I think you're right, too. Yeah, the dumper, the dumpy. The, like, if, yeah, if, if you were completely blindsided or if you kind of saw that things weren't going well but didn't want to be the one to end it. like. But again, this is all like really depressing. But Ted thinks that you'll recover when you meet a person that puts you back in the game. And that's when he gets to... Well, in Ted's case, too. I mean, was he with Stella probably not even a year? Yeah, I think a lot less than a year. I think it was like six months, maybe. Right, because, yeah, they, they hadn't been dating that long, and then they got engaged, and they were like engaged over the summer, and then... They pretty much decided to get married like pretty quick thereafter. So. And his recovery might be multiplied by the fact that he was left at the altar versus just a breakup. Right. And it was going, yeah, like you were saying, yeah, it was going to be a marriage. It wasn't just a relationship. Ted goes into sort of a metaphor about swimming. And you could dive in or you could dip your toe in the water, but he uses this to introduce a story about meeting a woman named Vicky where there's sort of a series of scenes of him and this woman riding on the elevator together at his work building. And Vicky is played by Courtney Ford. I haven't seen Courtney Ford in that many things. I know that we saw her in a bunch of episodes of Dexter. Okay, that's what I was trying to remember if that was her. Cause I was like, does she look familiar just because I've seen this episode a lot, or do we know her from something else? The only other thing that I really recognized her from being in was... Because she was like the daughter of somebody in Dexter, right? Like, I think she ended up being the daughter of the other serial killer. Right, that's what I was thinking. Okay. Sorry I, to spoil Dexter if you haven't watched it. <laughs> and she was in like, I guess, 13 episodes of True Blood. Really? But I really don't remember her in True Blood. It's no. been a while since we've watched it. Mm. True, I loved True Blood. True Blood ended in 2013, so... Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, that's eight years ago. What was her character's name? Portia. Portia Bellefleur. Hmm. Who was... was that, wasn't there another Bellefleur? Yeah, it was like the sheriff guy, Andy. I wonder if it was like a, a sister. Anyway, she's beautiful. I really mm-hmm. like her style in this episode. And as horrible as she turns out to be, (laughs) I'd date her for a little while. (laughs) (laughs) You would have good sex with an awful person? (laughs) Maybe even bad sex. I don't know. (laughs) So we start off with just them saying hi to each other. Then the next time it's them giving their names. I noticed the second time when they introduced themselves by name. She's wearing this really hot purple dress, and as she walks out of the elevator, she kind of struts. Yeah. Like, she's really feeling herself right now. Right. I think it's, like, kind of cutesy where, like, Ted gets there a little bit early, and he doesn't see her, so he goes, like, back out the door, and, and then, then she, she kind of walks up, thing. and she, yeah, doesn't see him, so she kind of, like, goes back, and so it's like, oh, this could, like, really be something. Yeah, like, they definitely seem into each other, so Ted decides he's going to slowly wade in, and instead opens with, I got left at the altar a month ago. 
Yeah, and talks about how he hasn't looked at a woman since, except for an old lady that does that break dances on the subway for nickels. Why nickels? Yeah, that's very specific. Yeah, I'm sure people are giving her more than a nickel. She's break dancing. Yeah, I mean, are people really breaking out their change purses to give money to people? Yeah, I, my guess is she's making more than a nickel per person. <laughs> But then he asks her out, you know, he corrects the course and asks her out for Friday night. He does it very smoothly. Yeah, and, you know, <laughs> I was trying to think about this. Like, if somebody approached me with that, I feel like my answer is going to be no. Like, It's a little, coming on a little strong, you think? Yeah, like, why, why were you left? Like, and that's what you're going to Oh, I'm sorry, with? I'm sorry. If he, if he starts with that first story. <laughs> yeah. I think if you're attracted enough to a person... And then they finish with that second part. You're going to say yes. Yeah. I mean, he did recover it, so maybe. But I think my head would just be like, so why were you left? What did you do? The next part of the story. suspicious person. The next part of the story goes right into Ted getting home and telling the kids as the narrator that he saw a lot of crazy stuff entering the apartment all these years. (laughs) Some of this is just pure silliness and ridiculous. (laughs) Lily. I had to watch this a few times just to make sure I was fully soaking in everything that was happening. <laughs> so the first one is Lily painting like two acrobats in a right. very well Challenging pose. Yes. And then she just changes her mind and says she's going to go with a bowl of fruit instead. This is the second time she's referenced a bowl of fruit mm-hmm. with her painting. The first one being where they wanted to know why she painted Marshall naked, and she said because he ate, he ate her all bowl the of fruit. <laughs> so maybe it was shortly thereafter she decided to do the bowl of fruit, and then Marshall ate it, so she had to paint him. So he didn't well, no, the, 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 the painting of Marshall was in college. Oh, was it? Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because remember, the what's-her-name walks in on them. Right. <laughs> that bitch lingered. So I noticed, um, so the date on that is 2004, and I noticed Lily's hair was dark red, which she didn't have in 2005. So it's a little thing, but I, I like Lily's hair a lot most of the time, so I pay attention to it. Like, like Jen, Lily changes her hair every, every <laughs> year at least. He she comes usually in. stays in the red category, though. I'm all over the place. The next one is coming in, and Barney's in a sort of a glass <laughs> Box filled with water, yeah, water tank, Houdini style. And you got Marshall saying it's been 12 minutes. <laughs> and Robin and Lily are like armed with axes ready to break him out. Yeah. I mean, obviously, there's some illusion involved if he's been in there 12 minutes because the human can't live. <laughs> right. I'm surprised they didn't actually smash the glass after two minutes. And then the last one is Robin. <laughs> Robin confronting two robbers. She's got the gun at one of them. One of them has a gun at the other one of them. <laughs> it's like, got a gun on his own friend. Right. It's like, Ike, why are you pointing your gun at me? Don't say my name. <laughs> That's what kind of made that scene. Is Why, why was he pointing a gun? <laughs> and we never get any sort of story about that. This is the only reference. And then a quick flash to a goat. But the craziest thing he saw happen... Or one of the craziest. Okay, I, I thought it said craziest. Yeah, I was gonna say that definitely isn't. That, the yeah, that does, that's not even top <laughs> ten. If at, at any rate, <laughs> as he comes in to his apartment, Robin's on was on the phone. He passed her on the way in. She was outside his. Oh, I guess it's their apartment now. Mm-hmm. He walks in and there's a man sitting on the couch naked. <laughs> and Ted's fairly chill about this. 
I guess he assumes since Robin's outside, this has something to do with Robin. So he just asks, you know, who are you? Mitch introduces himself. Mitch looks very non-threatening, so I think that probably helps. Yeah. Yeah, because he's just sitting there. What you doing, Mitch? I love Ted's delivery. (laughs) It was one of my favorite parts of the episode. Mitch says he's on a date with Robin, and Ted accepts this and leaves. Right, but he um, first kind of, like, just runs his mouth a lot, like, oh, she didn't use the signal. We use this takeout menu. Mr. Wang's. Don't have to explain why that's funny. Yeah. (laughs) I enjoyed that line. Ted leaves. Him and Robin acknowledge each other. She apologizes. <laughs> Sorry, I, I guess you didn't appreciate the scene as much as I did. Wait, the Wang thing? The or? Wang and then the next part. <laughs> Don't have like, to. He's like, when you leave, take the seat cushion with you. That's trash now. Yeah, that one I didn't find very funny. I think I think I did in earlier watchings of this, but this time there were so many better things that it kind of fell pretty far back on the list oh. of funny things in this episode. I really liked that one. So yes, then yes, Ted walks by Robin, who's clearly like inter- having some sort of phone interview, right? And answering the question, what her weaknesses are: too caring, works too hard, and puts her career before her love life. Now, can I just say, like, can we get rid of that question? Like, I never, if I'm interviewing, I never ask that one. Like, that one's a bullshit question. It brings nothing to the interview. Can we just collectively, as a society, no more? What's your weakness? Most interview question. I agree with you, although most questions during an interview are not to find out what that answer is. It's to see how a person works on their feet. Uh, at least in my world, in the business mm-hmm. world, where sure. it's sales and such, is we want to see how people react sure. and how, how well they're able to, able to deliver an answer and articulate it. Okay. I agree with you if you think you're taking a measure of person by asking them their weaknesses and basing your opinion on the answers, you are correct. That is BS. Same thing with your strengths. Right. So, Ted... Oh, wait. I'll just say one more thing. is When Robin answers about what her weakness is, I, li- I do like her putting her career first. Oops, that last one was true. What? <laughs> right. <laughs> so, Ted finds Barney and Marshall and Lily and McLaren's. And he <laughs> mentions that... Just the way he says it, too. <laughs> Robin has taken a lover, a young blade named Mitch... <laughs> It's so funny. <laughs> and Lily points out that Robin's been texting her all night. Like, the blind date sucks. Like, she, he's just up there to use the bathroom. And Who then... set her, her up with this guy? I don't I'm know. I'm a little yeah, angry. We don't, we don't get a, a story about that. And so... <laughs> Apparently she just let him upstairs to use the bathroom. Right. So Ted decides to go figure out what the hell's going on. Yeah, because this is concerning. Yeah. If... I think right now is sort of being protective right. of Robin at this point. Right. Because, yeah, clearly it wasn't like they were about to be in the middle of something and then Robin stepped out. Like, yeah, he's right to be concerned. Good for Ted. Although he sort of abandons this once he gets the explanation from Mitch, which doesn't make Mitch much better in this. <laughs> but we'll get there. Right. And so Mitch, I guess, tries to present himself. I guess he thinks Robin's coming in. I think he, like, stand up real quick. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not, I couldn't tell what official pose he took. Right. But I like his, oh, buddy, you are killing me. (laughs) In the middle of something here. (laughs) And so this is when we learn that this is Mitch's move. It's called the Naked Man. So. We get, in Mitch's explanation, we sort of get a flashback of, 
or is it a flashback? It's kind of a flashback. It's a flashback via explanation. So he explains how, the setup of it. We kind of see it. But then he in Robin and Mitch's date. Right, but then I think he elaborates all the way to the end of it. So it's not a flashback because the second part hasn't happened yet. Oh, okay. So it's yeah. a flashback of what had happened up until then, and then he sort of adds on to the end right. how it finishes, and that's basically she, you know, he finds an excuse to get upstairs and be by himself, which could be a bathroom, or in her, in this case, she had to leave for a phone call, which gave him a good excuse to just mm-hmm. drop trial there. And then when she comes back, he presents himself, and she'll laugh and maybe think he's be impressed with his confidence and bravado, and boom, she'll sleep with him. Right. Works two out of three times. Yeah, Ted's not buying this, but Mitch insists. Two out of three. And he also points out, like, this is a last resort. This isn't like, you know, you don't do this every time, but if you know the state's not going anywhere, you're not going to get a second date, like, give it a go. See right. what happens. <laughs> Yeah, if you're getting along and you really like this person, right. you don't do this. It makes sense. Right. So, Well, I mean, I'm sorry. In the context of this, it makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. That's right. We're supposed to move on from that stuff. <laughs> right. Again, we I like do Mitch's, not recommend anyone actually do this in real life. Mitch is like, you know, look at me. <laughs> I'd rather, <laughs> rather not. not. <laughs> so he says, you know, Robin's way out of his league. He's not smart, funny, or handsome. As you can see, there is nothing impressive anywhere there. <laughs> Emotions to his body. Yeah. <laughs> his best chance is surprise and honestly a little pity. It's shocking. Aww. He says two out of three times, guaranteed it works. Now, it is a little troubling, I guess, that... He's done it Ted's that still, much. No, that Ted still leaves him there. Oh. <laughs> Ted just walks out to let things happen as they're going to happen. Yeah. That's, I mean... No warning well, to Robin... He doesn't want to ruin his <laughs> element of surprise, I guess. But as he goes down and tells the gang what just transpired... Um, it occurs to them. <laughs> yeah, that, that Robin might just shoot Robin's him. a gun-toting <laughs> ass-kicker. But when they go back up... Mr. Bang's menu is on the door. And Marshall got a good one. <laughs> no way! Mr. Wangs is back in business? <laughs> That was good. Takes the wrong meaning from this. Right. So Barney's just completely impressed by this. It's a total game changer. You know, he's been spending all his time trying to get their clothes off. He never thought about taking his. And Lily's a little thrown back. You know, why are you so happy about this? Aren't you in love with Robin? Well, right. <laughs> there's, there's bigger picture stuff going on here yeah, for Barney. Yeah, this is bigger than him and Robin. So um, <laughs> he, he's been doing all this stuff. You know, secret identities, tricks, and gadgets. He's like Batman. Right. But Mitch, he's Superman. Just rips off his clothes and he's good to go. And I like Lily's. What kind of gadgets are we talking about? <laughs> I did too. <laughs> and I find it strange that Barney just gives her a weird look and walks away. You would think this would be an opportunity for Barney either to be smug that Lily mm-hmm. wants to know more. Right. Or share more with Lily. I mean, it works better as a comedy for him to just, like, give her a look and walk away. But right. But I think that's non-canonical about what he would actually have done right. as being Barney. Yeah, and so I feel like this is at least the second time that we've gotten Lily really interested in Barney's repertoire. Right, right after Robin slept mm-hmm. with him. She wanted to know, you know, is he smooth down there? And what's, 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 what's What sort of devices? Yeah. <laughs> so she, she does have some curiosity about Barney's sexual... Proclivities. <laughs> right. 
So Robin's joined them at the bar, and Ted wants to know, like, is this what my life is now? There's just naked guys on the couch. <laughs> and I like her. She kind of owns it. I wish I could say no. <laughs> Ted's still, sh- you know, expresses his shock that the naked man worked on her, and she's like, what can I say? He was naked. It was funny. I laughed. He laughed. And then it happened. And Marshall's kind of seeming a little bit. Like, whenever, whenever the yeah. camera goes by him, you could see him trying to hold something in, maybe. Yeah, Marshall's in a real mood this episode. And, and then he just kind of explodes out with it. I call slut! And everybody reacts negatively to yeah. that. Everyone's kind of offended by this. Right. You know, we didn't really... I think slut-shaming became a more popular term in the last, you know, eight years or so. The As a, you know, this is inappropriate to slut-shame mm-hmm. or, you know, just get over yourself. But I sort of... I guess, you know, back in 2008 or nine or whatever this was... There's not a lot of negative reaction to people slut shaming. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, clearly there's a whole episode of TV about it, so. <laughs> yeah, and so Robin obviously reacts negatively to this, and Marshall's. Marshall's the worst, but he does have a funny line of like, you know, hooking up with this guy makes it seem like the only thing standing between you and sex is close. Yeah, that is a really good line. <laughs> And then Robin takes a defensive stance. She would have been better just owning it. But. Yeah, I'm not sure why. I mean, because it, it makes funny. for the, yeah, the, a, a good storyline for her. But yeah, I feel like if this were me, I'd be like, eh, whatever. This is like, so well written. The way, <laughs> the way this story takes <laughs> yeah. us with her, of her now feeling like she has to make Mitch her boyfriend so that right. it's not the case that it was just the naked man. <laughs> right. She's like, no, I care about Mitch. There's a connection of specialness. Right. And feelings. <laughs> and then, ugh, Marshall is such a drip. Yeah, Marshall for, doesn't approve, which, first of all, who the fuck cares? Ooh, I guess, well, we're talking about sex. We can, <laughs> I can drop an F-bomb. Yeah. Like, Marshall, nobody asked your permission. But Marshall, yeah, at first he's obnoxious, then he just becomes a drip in this episode. <laughs> a drip? Yeah. Kind of an old, old-timey <laughs> term for sort of a, you know... A dull... A bummer? Yeah, bummer. (laughs) Right. Marshall somehow thinks that the only reason to have sex is because of love, which is just an absolutely Well, I guess he's only had sex with one person, and he was in love with her. But yeah, that is insane. And... And everybody laughs at him, as they should. (laughs) As they should. Unless we have very young listeners, and then, no, you should only have sex because you're in love. (laughs) Don't don't listen to her. (laughs) Get out there, kids. Uh, Lily strongly disagrees with Marshall, as does everyone else. She loves him, but there's plenty of reasons to have sex. I mean, you could almost... Okay, so I could see the argument of, like, okay, you should only have sex with somebody you love. Like, that's a more reasonable... It's ideal. Yeah. You know, if we're talking reasonable arguments, okay, that that is an argument. But for him to be like, the only reason is because of love. Like, that's insane. I don't know that those two things that you said are that different. Well, because we get the the whole list of reasons. He's saying the only reason is because you love someone. And He's saying like, <laughs> that you should versus that you can. So all their arguments are, here's reasons you can have sex with someone or that it will spark it to happen. He's, what his point is is that you should only have sex with someone you're in love with. And love should be the only reason to have sex. Well, no, here's all these other reasons. No, but then he gets mad it's at a, Lily for all of the things that she brings up as, like, here's reasons why, you know, we had sex. And he gets offended at that. My only thing is it's a, sure, a, a should versus a can. 
So you should only have sex with someone because of love, but you can have sex with someone for all the as a result of all these things. So their arguments don't kind of match up against each other. Mm-mm. Both things can be true that you sh- maybe you should only have love, uh, sex with someone you love, but here's all these other things that can happen that can lead to sex. Right. So, you know, I, I don't agree with Marshall that you should only have sex with someone you love. I think, yes, in an ideal world, that would be a great thing, but that's just not the reality of things. And here's all these other reasons or things that could spark up sex, to name a few. <laughs> right. So We start off with Lily not being able to sleep. Right. Oh, wait. First of all, I want to say Lily wanted to make a list. Really? Right. <laughs> I find that really hot. <laughs> Right. So Lily, Lily's arguing with Marshall, like, I love you, but there's lots of reasons to have sex. And she can so, name 50. Yeah. He asked her to name one. She, yes, goes with 50. I think she went a little haywire by saying 50. She could have said 20, and that would have still blown his argument out of the water right. in the reality of this show. Right. So, yeah, her first example is, yeah, she couldn't sleep. And so this is, again, he gets really mad about you it. You bef- befouled our marital bed because you could not sleep? Apparently, he showed a scary, <laughs> toothless clown... Uh, shadow on the on the ceiling. <laughs> a little weird. How do you know it's toothless? Uh, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> so everybody starts chiming in. So there's makeup sex, breakup sex. Somebody told you about a new position, revenge, rebound, paratrooping. Like with the, after your, your friend just told you about a new position, Barney says, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> there's paratrooping, which <laughs> I like this. I like this term. You're traveling but you don't want to go to a hotel, so you'll go to a bar to find a, somebody to sleep with, to yeah, get a, a place to stay. And then we get Robin being like, oh, you mean banging for roof? Yeah. Which, like, I don't know what that means. Like, I know what it means, but it doesn't make any sense. It's a weird line. It's also, it doesn't flow. Like, paratrooping is clever. Yeah, exactly. I, I don't, if she had put a Canadian twist on it, that might have been a good yeah, time for her to come in. But or banging something for else roof. clever. Like, this just didn't work for me. And then we get Marshall again, calling her a slut. Yeah. And just a barrage of slut shaming here, like yes. not just one, not just once, but many times. Yes. So nothing good on TV sex, hotel room sex, and then we get an interesting tangent from Barney of just, just curiosity. Like Barney wants to have sex with a seven, seven and a half foot tall woman. In the way they write this is really, <laughs> really strange. It's not the way people talk. <laughs> So read, read, his, read his line, because I don't have the exact transcript of it. I've always wondered what it's like to have sex with a really tall girl. Not a big girl, just a tall girl. Like, if a normal girl were seven, seven and a half feet tall and wore a denim miniskirt, I would have to know what that is like. So, <laughs> why does he, why does he, if a normal girl, if a normal height was this, why is that now a normal height? That, that, the add-on of that doesn't make sense to me in this sentence. It's a weirdly structured sentence. Yeah. I guess it, what he's saying is it's just like, yeah, just take a Like if a normal girl was seven and a half foot just tall. Yes. No, but my point here is I don't understand what the normal girl part is. Yeah, it's... It's, it's a weird way to phrase this. And I wonder if this is a direct steal from Seinfeld because Georgia Stanza <laughs> says this at one oh, point. That's right. It's a really tall... So, okay, yeah. It's a Robin, weird tangent from Barney. But. Robin says, he says he loves you, but you don't want to reciprocate. Wingman diving on the friend grenade. The condoms are about to expire. I don't, I don't think I realized condoms expired. 
Because I've been married for wow. a while, so I don't <laughs> think about it that much. Oh, honey. Oh, sweetie. <laughs> Lily says, <laughs> ooh, this is getting hard. 46. Yeah, that was a good one. <laughs> you dropped a Cheeto in his lap, and when you reached for it... <laughs> you just go with it. So Marshall <laughs> thanks her for ruining his memory of their six-month anniversary. <laughs> you got me Cheetos. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good little run there. And then we get Drip Marshall again. Can you guys stop with this list? You're making me sad. And he like, right. starts crying. <laughs> and then Lily's next statement is sort of a weird follow-up to this of, I, I don't know what this has to do with anything else. Yeah, that's an interesting point. No, I'm having fun. This partner thing sometimes sucks. She can't play I never because everyone knows all the weird stuff that he'll do to her, that he does to her. What does that have to do with the rest of this, really, except for it's all also about sex? But it has really nothing to do with the different ways right. that you can spark off having sex. Yeah, that's true. No. I, Marshall, again, is offended. The only weird thing I ever did to you was open my heart and soul when all I had to do was strip naked while you were out of the room. Robin then again says she did not sleep with Mitch because he was naked. They have something special. He might, he might be, be the, the one. one. <laughs> and Marshall's just incredulous. You know, Marshall says the naked man. Barney says the naked... You mean the naked genius. Yes. And so now Barney tries to talk Ted into doing naked man on his date with Vicky tonight. And he's and Barney's going to do it as well. Ted says, no, I actually kind of like this girl, so I'm not going to try that. And Barney says, well, I like that girl. And just, you know... Until he sees her from behind, and then he changes his mind. And yeah. And a different girl. Just, right. And Barney, Barney. Barney keeps going, naked man. <laughs> It's kind of a funny run, funny running gag for this, right? And Ted, yeah, Ted's not going for it. He wants to see what actually happens on this date. He's not going to naked man it. Uh, future Ted says that that night they all had something to prove. Robin wanted to defend her honor, so Robin gets on the phone with Midge. Midge, hey baby, it's me, Rob. It's me. And then there's a pause. pause. So, Robin. <laughs> Do you want to grab some dinner? Because you're basically my boyfriend. <laughs> but clearly he's on the other end being like, wait, what? <laughs> Why? And, and yet he knows what this is, <laughs> as we soon find out. Right. Lily needs to prove that she can finish her list. And <laughs> Marshall reads the list. Number 48. To reinforce good behaviors such as shaving and dental hygiene. <laughs> so she's conditioning him. I like that. <laughs> Smart. i got to work on that. Yeah, you should. Anything you want me to change, we should get to work on less. Marshall now has an explanation for why he gets erections when he flosses. Yeah, it was a good one. And Ted had to prove that it's scary as it may be, that he's over Stella and ready to go back out there. And Barney just wanted to prove that he could do the naked man. Right. So we, we cut to Barney going up to a, a blonde's apartment. He's thanking her for letting him see his aquarium. What? I'm so confused by this. Like, thank you for letting me look at your aquarium. You're a real lifesaver. What in the world <laughs> could that possibly... Like, what did he tell her? Yeah, that was a bit of a... <laughs> that was a little hyperbolic that right. this is a lifesaver for him seeing that. I mean, I, you got to assume it's <laughs> that he's... Who knows how they got there in conversation, but maybe that he's getting, he's thinking about getting a, you know, wall-sized aquarium for his apartment, and, or maybe she mentions that something that relaxes her is that she has an aquarium. Oh, I've been thinking of doing that, too. Maybe I can look at yours and see. 
Right. So, I, yeah. I mean, I think if it was just like, oh, thanks for letting me see your aquarium. Like, that's kind of just, like, weird enough on its own. But just to add in, you're a real lifesaver. Like, just really threw me. I'd, uh, well, well, we'll get to the teacup pig. My sophomore year in college, I had a chinchilla that I would keep in my room when we'd have house parties. And I'd invite girls in to see my chinchilla. I honestly don't know that I could pick out a chinchilla out of a lineup of animals. Oh, they're really cute. Oh. Sort of like a mixture between a mouse and a rabbit. Okay, see, like I have like a hedgehog in my head. They're really soft. That's why they make coats out of them, or they used to. Oh. I don't know if they still do. I hope not. I mean, that's what I did with mine. Just kidding. Nothing. It's only big enough to make a glove. No, PETA's going to boycott us. <laughs> How would they boycott us? We don't sell anything. <laughs> <laughs> You just lost a customer, Stephen Jan. <laughs> okay, where did we leave off? Uh, Barney at the looking at the aquarium. All oh, right, she saved his life. He's gonna go to the bathroom, and when he gets in the bathroom, he's gonna strip down to be naked, man. And he's calling Ted, and he's telling him that Ted, I'm gonna be, I'm doing the naked man, and you get Ted na- nude, you know, waist up. Right. Me too, which is a nice twist to the story. Right. Or a nice surprise. Right. So Barney asks, yeah, what's going on? And we get a flash of Ted's date with Vicky, which did not go great. Yeah, it started off nice. They're at a restaurant. She thinks he's funny. Uh, she thinks he has amazing eyes. and <laughs> These old things. And then the server spills some water on Vicky, and then things change pretty quickly. Right, and she's one of the worst people in the history of people that is just, like, unnecessarily rude to wait stuff. Right. She tells him to go <laughs> tell the maitre d' that she's getting a free app, something with one, one of those with shrimp. And then she says to Ted, you're welcome. Right, and then... And then goes into some story about a blind man falling downstairs, and she thought it was so funny, and like I do like her wrap-up on it. God, I love old people. I don't think they said he was blind, just a guy with a cane. Oh, you're right. I think as I was visualizing it, <laughs> I thought he was blind. I think it makes it better. Anyway, she's awful. I had a friend in college, and he was... Him and another friend had come back from going to lunch, back to our dorm our freshman year. And one of them was kind of being hard on the other one because a, guy, a blind guy with a cane fell and fell into, like, some wet cement... Ooh. And one of my friends laughed because he just couldn't help it because the visual was so slapsticky. Oh, my God. And, yeah, you're going to hell for this. But he just, it was like, I could not help. I tried not to laugh, but I could not help myself. Oh, wow. It just made me think of that. Maybe that's why I was thinking the person was blind. The old person was now, blind. Now, earlier in the episode, Marshall says that friend from college always means you. Oh, <laughs> oops. No, it wasn't me. <laughs> so when Ted realized that there was no future in this relationship, he decided to go for it. And Barty wants to know what pose he's going to use. (laughs) So we get a lot of back and forth between Ted and Barty trying out different poses. (laughs) It's funny. Not all of them are that good or that funny. Do you notice that everyone got really tanned for this episode? (laughs) This is like winter in New York or at least fall or something because they're wearing, you know, long sleeve stuff. Sure. And we have uh, Ted and Barney are incredibly tanned. Lily was incredibly tanned. Yeah, you're right. Now that you the say only one that. that wasn't that tanned was was Mitch. <laughs> right. Even he wasn't very pale. Right. So we get the Superman, the Captain Morgan, the Oops, I Didn't See You There. 
the thinker, the Heisman, Mr. Clean, Burt Reynolds. My favorite was the Burt Reynolds. <laughs> That's mine too. <laughs> a lot of our younger audience may not know what this is representing as of Burt Reynolds, but right. in the 70s, Burt Reynolds had a very famous picture in Playgirl magazine. Was it? I thought it was Cosmo. Mm. I thought it was Playgirl. Hmm. You might be right. Let's look it up. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. It's Cosmo. Yes. Well done. Thank you. Anyway, he's laying there nude. He's got something blocking his junk. Obviously, it's Cosmo. Right. He's kind of like laid out. He's on like a, I want to say it's an animal skin <laughs> kind of like <laughs> rug. Right. Yeah, kind of like propped up. And he was kind of famous for talking and chewing gum. And that's why Barney was like chewing gum. Or, oh, I or missed pantomiming that. with his mouth chewing gum. Oh, funny. I didn't notice that. But that was the best one for me. Yeah, I thought that was the funniest. We cut to a restaurant where Robin's having dinner with Mitch, and Mitch just looks so uninterested in all of this because he knows what's going on here. She says, it's so great to see you again. I really enjoyed last night. What's it like managing a CPK? (laughs) Which I have to imagine is California Pizza Kitchen. I think so. And so Mitch just tries to shut it down. Like, I know what this is. This is the I'm not a slut date. Like... (laughs) I wonder how many of these he's been invited to. <laughs> right. And Robin's so desperately trying, oh, you usually read me so well. I know, that's so you're good. wrong. <laughs> now, I'm surprised Mitch, you know, since it was a Hail Mary to sleep with a person, I'm surprised he doesn't use the slut date into getting more sex and mm-hmm. dates out of the person. He could have really built a whole cascade of things to do here to prolong yeah. seeing an attractive woman. That's true. I also wonder, you know... Maybe he really only likes to do the naked man. Do you remember who his first naked man was for? Tracy. Yeah. That's right. That was his very first naked man. <laughs> I forgot about that. Mitch comes back. <laughs> I feel like he said... or He did make reference to, like, the two out of three. Maybe she wasn't the first... Maybe he, maybe he said that this has worked two other times, and that's how we got to the two out of three. Oh, maybe. The trivia said she was the first, but I guess we'll find out. You would think if she was the first, he wouldn't do it again. <laughs> that's a good point. So Mitch, again, you know, is giving all the reasons why this they shouldn't be on this date. It, well, he says... One of us had a good time last night, and we both know it was me. <laughs> Mitch, something. <laughs> That's just not true. He asked her how the sex was. She didn't hate it. <laughs> and he says, you know, you've seen my move. That's all I had for you. I'm broke. I sweat when I eat. I'm in like five fantasy football leagues. It's all I talk about. Believe me, you don't want to be around that. He's so convincing at you know, letting people know that he's just a nightmare to be around. Like, what? I didn't sleep with you because you were naked. And he goes on, you know, you're trying to make yourself feel better. Say what you want. At least the naked man is honest. <laughs> right. He has a point. <laughs> we get back to Ted and Barney on the phone. They, they go over a few more poses. Copper tone baby. Gymnast successful landing. And then Ted's got to go because she's coming. And Barney goes one more. Naked man. <laughs> right. So he's in the living room. I guess she's getting drinks or something. And... So, you know, from the other room, she's going on about how, you know, she loves he's an architect. She could listen to him talk about structural design all night. 
And His face kind of lights up a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then he notices a book of love poems by Pablo Neruda. It's the same edition that he's had since college. Now, we've referenced Pablo Neruda because we went to a wedding in the woods where the poem <gasps> read right. was a Pablo Neruda poem. Oh, my God. I wonder who was this poem. So I found out an interesting trivia about this poem. The translation of this poem in English is, Naked, you as simple as one of your hands. So they specifically picked out oh, this poem because it references nudity. I didn't... Did they talk about the poem? No, we, all we know is it's, you know, all the poetry's in Mexican. <laughs> right, so how do you know which one it was? It was a trivia that I read. But how do they know which one it was? I think it was the intention of the writers. Oh, uh, okay, because I was going to say, did the, he, like, read... He didn't read anything out of it, or... No, I... I think they were referencing a poem in there, but I think the writers knew okay. what they were trying to reference. Gotcha. Because it mentioned nudity. <laughs> okay. So Ted now starts to over to double think like, okay, did I is there something, you know, here? Could this be something? And then that's when he finds out, yeah, the book was just left behind by someone. No, I, I wanna read this because this line is so great. <laughs> she says, That book's a turd. Some douchey guy I hooked up with left it here. It's it's all in Mexican. And then it said it's Spanish. Yeah, and does a thumbs down. Do you know who does good poems? Jewel. Her teeth are crooked and she lived in a car. So she has stuff to write about. <laughs> and so we're back to nope, this is not gonna work. And so we get a simultaneous Ted Barney and Lily are now all I like how she says it's in Mexican instead of in Spanish. I mean, this girl was <laughs> This sort of reminds me of the self-help book with Stella. <laughs> right. Thinking one thing and then when asking her about it, it being the complete opposite reality. Right. So when she actually comes in, Ted is naked. He does the ta-da. <laughs> Was that one of the ones, ta-da? I don't think, no. I feel like it wasn't. No. Okay. He improvised. Right. And then we get Barney and Lily also doing naked yeah, men. Yeah, Barney does the women. Superman. And Lily... We just see Lily from behind, so we don't really right. know. She doesn't really have a pose, but we she's find out later. She's very freckled. I didn't notice. Yeah, she had <laughs> lots of freckles on the body. And she's a redhead. <laughs> so we start off with Marshall. Like, I get there's sort of a suspenseful moment where you don't know where what any of these people are going to do as a response. Well, except for Marshall, right? Um, <laughs> so I love Vicky's response. Just a look on her face. She's like, okay. Like, it's such a good, like, right. oh, how am I trying to say this? The way she face acts in this, <laughs> mm-hmm. and, like, the way she turns around to get unzipped. <laughs> right. It's all such a good comedic timing moment. Mm-hmm. All right, we're back at McLaren's. Ted said the naked guy worked. He had decent sex with an awful human being. Gets congratulations, and... <laughs> Lily <laughs> brags it, you know. She also rocked the naked man. She her pose was I've got boobs. Yep, nailed it. <laughs> and so, in her doing the naked man, Marshall points out she just wants to change the subject. And so, there's number forty nine. Lily says, "I love you," and that's number fifty. Feels really good to complete a list. It's kind of nice to end it with an "I love you" too. It's a cute little ending to the list. Major Robin, enter. Ted's really excited. Hey, it's him. It's the (laughs) naked man. Robin, again, sticking with her guns. 
His name is Mitch, and he's my boyfriend, so... <laughs> and Marshall has retracted. He no longer calls slut. <laughs> Which, nothing happened to change... Or should have... Nothing happened that should have changed his mind. No, I guess he got some. He felt better about himself. I don't know. It's okay. unclear. <laughs> and Robin immediately. Okay, you can go. And Mitch is relieved. Thank you. <laughs> Ted thanks them. They all try the naked man. Uh, they want to check how Barney did. And the woman, the blonde, answers his phone, and apparently she screamed at him to get out as soon as he revealed his nakedness. And yep. Didn't even let him grab his clothes, no. his phone, anything. Then says, if, <laughs> she's like, get out, you sick son of a bitch. And like, as he's leaving, he's like, call me. <laughs> Here's your phone, doofus. Right. So we get Mitch two out of three times. <laughs> and Ted thanks him for helping him get out of his shell. And Mitch says, that's the beauty of the naked man. It gives you just what you need, nothing more, nothing less. But he's got to go make a trade. <laughs> One of his fantasy football quarterbacks separated his shoulder. He's real mad about it. So then we get a toast to Mitch, which I guess this is This is a really a, fluent toast. <laughs> is this supposed to be like a Batman corollary, I guess? I don't know. I didn't read anything about it, but... Like, there's a... Just the darkened New York streets and the way he's like... You know, he may not fit society's definition of a hero. He lives in the shadows. And then, like, there's, like, a visual of yeah. almost like him with a cape. There's a shadow silhouette of his trench coat tail turned yeah. into a cape. <laughs> Which is confusing because he was already referred to as Superman earlier, so now we're turning into Batman. Anyways, this... First of all, this is the best speech that Ted has actually ever <laughs> ultimately given. And it's a nice bit of writing. I, I kind of like the way that unfolded. We get one final scene with Barney naked in the streets, finds a rack of suits, but disgusted by them, he continues on. <laughs> right. That's kind of funny. Okay. Where do you think I rank this? Ooh, let's see. 20. Not nearly that high. It's 44. Oh, I'm disappointed. This one made me laugh a lot. I had to mark it down because it didn't age well. Just kidding. <laughs> What's your favorite joke? My favorite joke. I have too many pages here. Okay. I'll start. Okay. Mine is Vicky's That Book's a Turd. Some douchey, her whole delivery of that. I think that was by far what made me laugh the hardest. Okay. I, you hate when I do this, but I have two. I did, you know, really like that when you leave, take the seat cushion with you. That's trash now. But I did also like Barney's, this Mitch fellow, he's Superman. He just rips off his clothes and he's good to go. Mm Mm-hmm. No, neither of those would have made my top ten in this, I think. <laughs> my least favorite is Marshall's whole, this is making me sad. <laughs> okay. Mine was Robin's, you mean banging for roof, just because it makes no sense to me. Okay. Yeah, my, mine was almost the Barney with a tall girl. Like, if a normal girl was seven and a half feet, it just, that little tidbit didn't work for me very well. Okay. Next week, we have, I think, the fight... Okay. Which we've referenced many times. Mm-hmm. And there's, there's a lot of good pieces of that one. We get learn, learning that Marshall and his brothers would fight in... <laughs> the romper room. The rumpus. <laughs> the rumpus. Well, that, that's what Barney calls it, but, but he doesn't really believe that it was hardcore right. fighting. We, you right. know, we get Doug with the hair. Mm-hmm. We get Robin having a crush on Barney because she thinks he got into a fight. <laughs> right. And if he's missing some teeth, I'm missing my pants. <laughs> you could go ahead and tell people where they can find us and write to us. 
You can find us at RunkleRecaps.com. Email us at RunkleRecaps at gmail.com. On Twitter at RunkleRecaps and on Instagram underscore how I met your podcast underscore. Oops, well, Jen just dropped a Cheeto on my lap, so I think it's uh, time for us to go. Bye, everybody. Sorry these always end with a sex reference. Bye. (laughs) 